G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Let's turn our attention to the Russian war and Ukraine. Almost a year into this dimension of the conflict, most of the headlines in mainstream media are focused on international efforts to update military and political manoeuvring. Well, on the ground in Ukraine, many are experiencing the trauma of war and there's a struggle to survive in many regional areas. In eastern Ukraine, unemployment is widespread and there's economic deprivation. Well, our guest today is working in Ukraine, where there is a sense of hopelessness and abandonment among the people. Pastor Sergei is joining us from Ukraine. He works with the Christian broadcaster FEBC, who have Christian stations broadcasting the gospel throughout Ukraine. Pastor Sergei, a special welcome along to 2020. Uh, thank you, Neil. Thank you. And greetings to you from Kiev, Ukraine. Uh, Sergey, let me ask you, first of all, it's winter time, and there's been challenges with missile attacks on energy installations and uh, ways that the power grid has been upset. How are people surviving the cold? Well, uh, th- th- this is really a good question because uh, people are trying to use all... Um, means that are possible to use. So we are buying generators or receive generators from European Union or from other countries. And uh, also some people are installing uh, some um, uh, coal stoves, even in apartments, although this is uh, quite dangerous. And we had uh, some cases when there were fire in the apartments in uh, high store buildings because of that situation so uh, we are doing our best in order to uh, hit our apartments and our houses and um, just just survive and at the same time we're not going to surrender People are surviving determined not to surrender and uh, with winter, Uh, Now, not too far off a little bit of a close, and that'll make a bit of a difference to uh, the way the temperatures are so low. But we're hearing here in Australia there'll be a new fighting season, a new initiative that's likely to emerge from Russia as you emerge from the winter. Is that causing a consternation, any concern for Ukrainians? Well, uh, honestly, we are used to this in, in some degree. Yeah, so we are waiting for their their new uh, for their new attacks. Uh, so, of course, uh, we are concerned about this, but at the same time, um, we are motivated to continue to defend our country and to continue to uh, support each other as citizens of our country and to support each other as uh, people who are 
united uh, together in fight with this enemy. Sergey, I mentioned you are a pastor, and from day one you chose to stay and serve right there in the epicenter of the war, and uh, even now you're separated from your family. How does your life look uh, different today than it did a year ago? Uh, Yes, you're right. Uh, I decided to stay in uh, our capital, in our city, Kiev, in order to serve my congregation and to another congregation uh, and to different people who came to Kiev and to refugees and and uh, to some people even in <clears throat> in one remote village that suffered a lot because of uh, because of uh, invasion of uh, Russian army. Uh, what can I say to you that um, I'm thankful I'm thankful to my Lord that He gave me this opportunity and this honor. Uh, to stay for all of this month in my country and uh, serve him and serve people because I always felt presence of my Lord in my life. But since February 24, I could I could assure you and I could uh, tell you from the bottom of my heart that I've never experienced such uh, such. Uh, supernatural presence of the Lord in my life and in life of uh, my congregation. I cannot even explain this by words, uh, but uh, in spite of all of these fears, in spite of all of these dangers, in spite of all of these uh, rocket attacks and uh, sufferings, I could feel this uh, powerful energy that Lord gives me through his word. So even when I read a Bible word of God, I receive such a support, such a um, motivation and um, power that uh, just inspires me to do even more in spite of the fact that I'm separated from my wife, uh, from my family. But uh, this this is how you, you see i am even trying to find words in order to depict this uh this is just god's shalom in your soul uh god's determination and motivation to uh continue so uh, during all of this uh month i could i could say one thing now I know what does it mean, uh, name of the Lord Emmanuel, God with us. God with us, and I know that listeners will be humbled to know that when you're in the midst of crisis, the peace of God gives you that ability to be able to recognize that his supernatural presence is so powerful when you anticipate that there may be a missile that could hit your building any moment, uh, you live your life, no Mm -hmm. doubt, differently. How is it affecting ordinary people who have decided to stay in Ukraine and who've reconnected with the church, who've come under your leadership, under your preaching? How has it affected them uh, to know this extra peace of God? Uh, Thank you. 
Uh, yes, you're right. Uh, because in this kind of um, situations, in this kind of context, people uh, begin to understand more fully uh, our mortality. Our mortality, and um, we have this expression that during war, there are no atheists in trenches. So a lot of people are beginning to think about their own destiny, about their own life. Uh, uh, what is the reason uh, for me to, to be on this earth if I, w I, would, I could die any moment? Especially uh, these kind of questions uh, I receive from our soldiers who are on front lines. And for example, recently I received uh, uh, several messages from one guy who is uh, nearby Bakhmut. So this is uh, eastern part of Ukraine where fires, fights are taking place. And he told me that uh, uh, before war, he as a young man uh, ignored his uh, faith. And so he uh, left, left church and uh, decided just to live ordinary life as a non-believer. But when he was drafted into the army and when he faced all of these atrocities and uh, he saw death of his uh, comrades, he understood that the only hope is only in the Lord. And uh, finally, he, uh, currently he says that I, uh, I, I found my faith again. And now he is trying to tell about Lord and uh, about the relationship with the Lord to his comrades. Uh, and uh, uh, he told me that uh, they're very attentive uh, to him uh, right now. And the same I could say about another uh, soldier who wrote to me, and he said to me that this is so comforting when me and my comrades could hear these uh, radio programs that you're producing from Kiev because they give us uh, motivation, they give us hope, and they uh, give us um, understanding uh, what can we find in Jesus, not not only as a psychological uh, auto training or support, but real life in Jesus uh, in this in this time of war. And you're one of the voices on FEBC Eurasia. We're talking about Christian radio in Ukraine and people receiving those messages. What sort of response is coming? What sort of feedback comes back to the radio ministry from people who are receiving these broadcasts? Uh, people, uh, people are crying uh, they're writing with uh, tears, and they um, sent a lot of messages with um, with uh, their expression of gratitude, because uh, a lot of them are in a condition of um, depression, and uh, a lot of them are quite um, terrified of what is going on, and uh, uh, they do not see uh, like some kind of hope if there is no God. And um, these kind of programs, they're like a light in darkness and despair. So uh, this is a really good time. Of course, we, we, we need to spread the gospel in any context, 
But I think that uh, especially in the context of war, despair, fear, and and so on. So uh, that's why uh, that's why a lot of people are saying that uh, these kind of programs they uh, give them this um, light in, in in darkness of their life. Pastor Sergei, you mentioned the soldiers uh, losing comrades, uh, dying in the trenches in that sense. And of course, each of those soldiers, uh, if they're men, may be a husband, may be a father, and they're leaving loved ones. Uh, People are isolated. Uh, Is it particularly women who are dealing with the heartbreak of losing their loved ones? Uh, yes, uh, for example, uh, I had conversation with uh, one woman. She lost uh, her husband in a war, and she is in despair uh, right now. But uh, the only consolation that she could have is uh, uh, her faith in, in Jesus. Uh, although she expresses her deep grief, and she cries a lot, and she posts a lot of uh, pictures on on Facebook uh, right now. Uh, we could see that um, she is uh, she is uh, coping with this uh, in the context of support that she could receive from uh, different people who are uh, incarnating uh, support of Christ and love of Christ uh, to her and. Uh, there are other uh, there are other uh, women and especially their children. They are also in uh, deep uh, grief, and uh, this is time when we could uh, really help them. Not just to read them lectures or to try to explain why this happened to them or to their husbands, but just to. Uh, incarnate Christ Christ with our tears, with our hugs, with our support and with our active listening to them. We can only imagine the sort of grief that people are going through, but to have Christian radio, a ministry that comes over the airwaves, must be an amazing comfort. Uh, Sergey, take us into, just briefly here, your day-to-day work. As I understand it, you've housed displaced people in your church, you've collected and distributed food uh, despite the risk of being bombed, and you've taken opportunity to pray with people and with soldiers. Uh, what does your day-to-day activity look like? Well, uh, usually, usually, of course, uh, I'm broadcasting from our studio, from the heart of Kiev, so I have uh, every day program from Monday till, uh, uh, till Friday, so five programs per week with uh, spreading of gospel to people. And, uh, but this is just a, a top of iceberg, I could say, <laughs> the visible, visible part of pastoral life. Uh, but uh, usually I have um, meetings with people, not just face-to-face, but um, usually via uh, Zoom or uh, via telephone when I have um, uh, counseling uh, to them. When people are con- contacting me to to have some conversations about life, about death, about um, depression, about their fears, and uh, in this I try to point them to the Lord and consolation that and comfort that we could find uh, in the Lord. 
And uh, at the same time, uh, there were times when people are calling in order to, to help them uh, with their physical needs. And um, sometimes uh, also I have uh, opportunity with uh, our soldiers in order to just 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 hug them, just to just to pray for for, for them. And uh, from time to time, our church takes uh, takes part in a volunteer ministry. Uh, Sergey, our line is is breaking up a little here, and uh, I just want to give special honour to you. It's our privilege today to be talking to you, a pastoral, spiritual leader's voice on the radio across Ukraine on the ministry FEBC. FEBC is one of those big Christian ministry broadcasters. And for listeners who would like to support the ministry of FEBC, there is an Australian office. Let me give the website to connect with FEBC in Australia. It's febc.org.au. They've distributed something like 50,000 prayer booklets to the public. They've counselled thousands of people a month and they've supplied audio Bibles to soldiers. And you can be a supporter of FEBC, febc.org.au. Pastor Sergey, uh, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.